at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Lost at Home podcast. Um, my name's Scott. Well, I'm Jeremiah. And welcome back for yet another episode. Sorry, we were being uh, You're goofy You're not going to stay air. like this the whole episode oh, and make people go back. crazy? I might slip in and out. You never know. You yeah, never you know, know with me. You know actually who that reminds me of? Dan, uh, Dan, what's his last name? Harmon? Casanoveta or Casa... Oh, that's my Casavant voice. Yeah, Thank you. Yes, there we go. There we go. I mean, I've been practicing it off air. No one really who listens knows who this is. Maybe a few local listeners because yeah. he's a local... But uh, that's not... Like, it's spot local, I'm, I'm Dan Casanoveta. He reminds me of a door that, that like, is creaking. You know when, like, a door opens is like... Are you doing yeah. today? Yeah, it's kind of how he talks. Anyway, we're at uh, episode 230 of this uh, podcast. Uh, for those of you who are paying very close attention to I'm the prime, attention. That was me opening up the prime number door and finding out what our prime factorization is for 230. Ladies and gentlemen, two times five times 23. Pretty interesting. It sounds like it's really even. Should have a bunch of uh, two times two times two. No, two times five times 23. Prime factorization. It's weird Boom. that your prime factorization is also Dan Cassavant's sexual Cassavant, history yes. by age. Yes. <laughs> Wait, does that mean he had sex when he was two, then five, then 23? Yeah. And never, yeah, other than that? Never yeah. again. Yeah, he was molested, I'm molested, a, and then... Yeah. <laughs> molested, molested, molester. <laughs> yes. At 23, he went he, back to his roots. Yeah, and he had a threesome with a two and five year old. <laughs> oh. Full circle. Anyway. I'm Dan Cassavan and I'm on a register. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Yeah, so, Speak uh, of, so, yeah, uh, we're, we're not a math podcast, but that is our prime factorization. No. And uh, at the top of the show here, we'd like to give a shout out. We do this once in a great while when we have a super listener. This is a and, super uh, listener. A stall for the trap, as he can be found on uh, Instagram and uh, apparently now Facebook because he okay. joined Facebook. Oh, I, I got I know. And I, I, I accepted a friend request or First something. First time in a long time. Yep. I don't have but, friends. Um, yeah, on, uh, on both those mediums, a stall for the trap became a long time uh, listener by listening to all. All of Listen, our shows. Everyone. We have we are at by the way, folks, I just said it. 230. He listened to 230 episodes, and I would say... 29. Under, he hasn't listened to this one I yet. I would say over the summer. Yeah. Let's just say over the summer. Yeah. No, it was not that long ago, like, within months that they were and, like, oh, we've uh, we've come up with, you know, I've, I've started listening, and I've made it through, like, at that point, it was like 100 episodes. And I did mention Instagram a moment ago. Uh, we did start an Instagram for the show. It's Lost mm-hmm. on Podcast. Uh, you can go and find that on Instagram and join up. And uh, Please what do. We, what we do... In, there is a little different. Um, we do have show images that are attached on our webpage to each episode that airs. Yeah, uh, these I, I uh, Photoshop and work hard on, and you I do. realized hard on. You said hard on. I do. It did. <laughs> <laughs> I do said hard on. <laughs> I do have one, and I did say that. <laughs> I've noticed it. It's been creeping up over the table. But um, what I do with those images is I spend a lot of time, and I try to make them very pleasing to the eye, and I realize mm-hmm. not a lot of people get to see them unless Hard you on worthy, visit the website. That's right. So now we have a place to showcase those images, and not just those, but weird stuff you find on the internet. And I've actually created a whole series of Get Lost imagery, which are almost like posters for bands. Uh, they feature Get Lost with Lost at Home below them. 
Uh, Astolfo has done the amazing thing of providing me with cursed images to then add our logo to. Yes. Because that's what I was going for was cursed images. Yep. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, there's an entire subreddit, our uh, backslash cursed images. Yep. You can go there and see some of the weirdest stuff ever. And trust me, you'll love it. And the things you uh, don't see when you don't go there because you're not listening to me right now. You're in front of your friggin' phone, computer. Or driving, yeah, or maybe that, driving, but no, <laughs> yeah, no, pull you're not. Over. <laughs> pull over, pull over, look at cursed images. But you, uh, you'll Sorry, find a lot of those cursed images on our Instagram as new uh, banner things for our show, and we'll also post other weird content. Say, Jer and I do some weird thing in public, yeah. and we shoot a video of it or anything else. Well, I'm, also, I'm also thinking I've got yeah. those uh, the dummy videos I have not uh, aired yet, and some other little video clips. We can do little teaser clips on there of you know 30 seconds to a minute of some of this content. Yeah, that a lot we're of this be working content on. Yeah. Uh, won't make its way over to the Facebook group because it's too uh it's too static it's yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an image it's a it's yeah, a may, maybe a 30 second uh video clip that's not quite you know meant for embedding or something so. and i'd like to throw this out to everyone including you astolfo since this is your big shout out um anyone who wants to create any content for the show including these type of images uh feel free yeah. have fun with it uh just send them on private have... message on uh instagram and if we like what we see and it's not too too offensive uh, we'll throw it up there, and maybe if it'll make the Facebook group, maybe it'll make the website. Yeah. We don't know. You know, yeah, because uh, we, we like promoting any way we can. And actually, one of the ways we're going to be promoting uh, this coming weekend is, uh, speaking of promotions, is uh, we're doing Vermont Comic Con this weekend, uh, the 15th and 16th of uh, Saturday September. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, and we're so going to do it hard. We're going to be there in person, on hearts. the floor, yes. at a table, with microphones. That's right. And if you want to step up to us and say anything. 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 If there's Anything. a good chance, we will actually. I will say anything you say can and will be used uh, on this show. Yeah. So uh, look for next week snippets of the Comic Con. We're probably yep. going to do a normal episode like usual, but we'll probably, well, actually, I think uh, next week we're going to be uh, t- tickling the Juggalos a little bit. Yeah. So yep. basically, it's going to be a clown, a Juggalo, and a Comic Con episode yep. all rolled into one. Yep. So please step up to our booth, talk to us, we will get to know you, and uh, we might even do like a little raffle thing there. We do have a pretty sweet Lost at Home uh, hoodie Yes, that was uh, given to us by Lacey Northrup, who ordered it, and it was the wrong size or yeah. something. No, we paid good money for this, and this is out of our pocket because yeah, we're generous. No, no. Extra shout-outs. Lacey Northrup ordered the wrong size because she's a dumb cunt. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to dumb cunts everywhere. <laughs> and uh, we- oh, and by the way, I want to give a shout out to her husband, Jason Northrup, who's a dumber cunt for marrying a dumb cunt. You fucking dumb cunts. The dumb cunt family. Look for Meet the Northrups on patreon.com slash lost at home. So yeah, show up to our booth. You might win a prize. Who knows? Maybe yeah. you just be on the show. Who knows? But uh, I mean, uh, if people want to know a little bit more about what we're doing at this uh, at this Comic Con, we actually uh, had a chat with uh, Jay that we're going to be playing a little bit later, and you're going to be able to find out some more information coming up. Now, before we do that, and trust us, you want to hear this because there's some really good information. Yes, right. We have noticed that we have slacked a little bit on the show about asking our listeners for five-star reviews on YouTube. YouTube. Well, on iTunes. Uh, There are no user reviews on YouTube. No, there are an endless stream of angry comments. Racist comments. Somehow, somebody will call Obama the N-word, and we'll be all done with it. So... 
Yeah. But we did get a new five-star review. Uh, this was just a few days ago, actually. And, uh, well, I, I'd like to read it on air because that's what we do. Do that, it! That's uh, the, basically the only thing we can encourage from our listeners. If you want to leave us a five-star review, you can write anything you want on iTunes. They won't censor it. And we're going to read it. And we won't censor it. Yeah. So they will censor certain things, things. But as long as it makes it there, we will read whatever yeah. makes it to iTunes. As long as it's a five-star review. Correct. So here is our latest five-star review. This comes from Teresa Y. from Rumford, Maine. Mm, Rumford, um, Maine. What, what are we doing? What are we doing? Rum as is this the word. A new, is this a new bit of the show? Like, do we just yeah, say we just say mm, and then, no, mm. uh, no, Rumford, like rum. Oh, the Cassavant, and also like Maine. Oh well, thank you, thank you, Dan. Um, yeah, I like our new to... uh, uh, spotty guest that pops do you, on. Do you have anything creaks. to say about this review? I, I can't read above the age level of my youngest rape victim. Oh, Dan! Oh, well, that's two. Dan, Most you... people can't read it all at two. Damn, I can't believe you can do complete sentences. Wow, I'm yeah. That, I mean, that was a very smart two-year-old you molested. <laughs> So again, not, you've not got smart enough <laughs> not to get raped. <laughs> you've got, well, you've got that going for you. <laughs> well, this two year old can read, but yeah. he's totally rapeable. Yeah. Has yeah. not figured out that part yeah. of his life. You know those three R's: reading, raping, and arithmetic. <laughs> I think it's writing. I better than Taking credit for it on the also whole podcast, dog. Well, Dan, maybe crazy. you should just keep your mouth shut yeah. and uh, your dick shut, yeah. your ass shut, other kids around you's orifices shut. Yeah, seriously, just because. Okay, yeah, let's yeah. let's cut it all out. Right, all right, so back to the five star review. This is by Teresa Y from Rumford, Maine. She goes, "Of all the minds, well, no, it, of it the- said it said uh, welcome to the jungle." Oh, I see. Oh, title. I see. Her, her title. Goes, yeah, yeah. Oh. See, I like that. Welcome to the Jungle is the title. And Welcome then dot, to dot, the dot. Jungle of the Minds of These Crazy Hosts. Take care you don't get lost when you fall them into their wacky world. Like having a few beers with your best friend and funniest friends. Yes. Wow, Teresa, I appreciate that. Uh, we would have a beer with you in a heartbeat if Absolutely. you came to Vermont Comic yes. Con coming this weekend. Coming this weekend. Barry, Vermont. You can be there Saturday and or Sunday and there's probably an after party Saturday and if probably. there is it, there's one at my house. Yeah, figure it out. So come on down and have a beer with the Lost in Hope podcast guys and a bunch of other celebrities that may or may not be there at the thing, but you'll find out who's there in just a bit. Wait, dog, come on. And Teresa, not to be creepy, uh, the party at my house, uh, Jer will be there, so uh, it won't be yes. just you and I. Uh, so my wife. Wife, yeah. Um, right. we're, we're all open to threesomes slash foursomes. Um, me too! I, I I don't think I've ever had. That was me hashtagging me too, not saying me well, too. I was going to say. Right, I, I, I realized I just me tooed while hashtagging me too. I didn't mean I to. like that. I like that. But I was going to say, I don't think you and I and my wife and a listener have ever fucked together while listening to the podcast before. I don't know if this is appropriate, Scott. We don't know what Rumford, Maine is like. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing conservative. Hold so on. She's, she's going to need to wild out. Look it up. She probably has a boyfriend, so it's going to be a fivesome. A, five, she, I would, a fivesome I can do. Foursome's a little boring. And she could probably have a girlfriend. That's right. Hashtag woke. Oh. Hashtag Rainbow Radio Network. Uh, yes. Hashtag uh, me too. No. Not everything's about you. I just wanted to be about me too. What about me? Ah, men. 
me. Dude, Dan, yeah. that, that sounds less like a door opening and more like you're literally holding semen in a pouch below your oh, he's, dick. Oh, he's, he's trying to give it to that child. No, there, why, is there, why is there a child in your house? Well, Is he, this your new housekeeper? Yes. Not somebody I had in my basement, and I'm wondering how they got out. Not at all. If Six I, some. If I go down to your basement after recording this podcast, and it is not the cleanest fucking basement in the world, I'm going to assume you kidnapped that kid. Kid, go down and clean that. <laughs> or uh, you won't be allowed to be my slave anymore. Yes, sir. I don't mind going down to the basement to clean. Yeah, that's it's right. All, it's full of spider webs and all. You know, in my little arms, I can usually catch like one at a time. Yeah, they make a game of it. I call it Spider Wacky. Yeah, that's right. That's I, what I, they... I, I jump on a stool and I go, Spider Wacky, Spider Wacky. I, I hear you a fucking I, day in, day out. I know. are covered in sticky stuff from the spider webs. Yeah, definitely like, from the spider webs. Oh, it feels like Dan Casavan grabbed me and tried to teach me to read. That's right. I saved you from Dad, Dan Casavan, if you recall. Oh, Roger, man. Wait, are uh, you the... That little boy with our hair. He doesn't clean spiders. There's a whole bunch on my nuts. Well, I didn't know. Look at all these spiders, Pedro. They're on my nuts. Why don't you come over here and get stinky hands cleaning them off my nuts? Oh, Jimmy Stewart, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I can't help that Dan burst into our studio earlier, won't leave, is a convicted pedophile, speaks like Jimmy Stewart if a door's opening at weird moments in his And now he's trying to steal my baby slave. Who yeah, I, I spent a lot of money getting that kid over here from Britain. You know how hard it is to find British baby slaves in fucking United States? It's, I, like, pretty hard. I it's was, not very hard, but I it's was, just difficult. I was smuggled in inside of the inside of a torpedo. Yep, that's right. Uh, they hollowed the, the, the guts out that make things go boom. Yep. And then I was inside that torpedo. And, and they said they'd shoot me out of it one day, but they never did. Now I, I just clean spider webs out of his basement. I know. I sent you that DIY human trafficking uh, YouTube video so you, you did, can get you over did, here. Did, yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Alright, so uh, let's lead off the show with... Lead off the show. 20, 20, uh, 15 minutes in, we're leading off the show with... Well, with our interview with Jason North. Ex- Jason Northrup, yeah, sure. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jason Northrup. I married a dumb cunt and I am a dumber cunt. <laughs> Well, that was that was spot on. I mean, it felt like he was in the room. Uh, but let's lead in uh, with our interview. You gonna eat that kid? If you ain't gonna eat that kid, I'll eat that kid. That's Jason Northrup in a fucking nutshell for you. Well, let's lead off with our interview with Jay Moulton. Yeah, talking uh, about Vermont Comic Con. Organizer, owner, coordinator, uh, Mult- uh, Moulton, all around entrepreneur of Moulton, Moulton uh, Conventions who run uh, Vermont Comic Con and it's coming up this uh, Saturday, Sunday. Come and see us and hear what Jay Moulton has to say about the con. Hey, Jay, how's it going? Great, how are you? Not too bad. We're very excited about the convention this weekend. Uh, For the listeners, Vermont Comic Con is uh, our favorite con. Not only is it local, but it uh, well, it, it highlights our little podcast. That's right, um, and not not only that, it's it's actually very local for you now, Scott, because uh, the, I live the, in the same town. Yeah, the yeah. new the new location is actually right down the street from you, so it makes it even more convenient. Appreciate that, Jay, for you doing that for us, moving the location just to get us closer. No, I, I did it because I did it just for you guys. I knew it. I knew. We it. Knew, you love we us. Knew. You love us. But, um, I mean, we have reasons for liking it that are 100% selfish. Uh, what we'd like to do now is talk to you for a few minutes about exactly why other people, listeners especially, uh, why they should go to the Vermont Comic Con. Well, where do you want me to start? We've got a venue that is bigger than any years past. We've got prices that are 25% lower per ticket, including VIPs. 
we have more guests than any other year. We have more attractions than any other year. We have way more vendors and artists. So it's bigger. I can't say it's better. I've not experienced it. It's coming up this weekend, but I believe it to be better. We've got great quality uh, for every attendee, and everything is completely interactive. I like that. That's a good pitch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow, sounds you, like you, you improved you improved across the board. Yeah, that's a great pitch. <laughs> I now, totally do this for a living. I can, <laughs> I can sell you. Now, uh, do you want to take a minute and maybe uh, talk about some of the attractions and guests? I'm curious myself. I've done a little bit of perusing online, so I've got a, I've got a bit of a cheat sheet here of my own. But I'd like to hear in your own words, like, who, who do you think uh, would be the draw? What do you think would be the draw? My personal biggest draw is the artists. Um, I, I'm not much of a celebrity guy. I do like the fact that we have them. Um, Steve Englehart is our headlining artist and our guest of honor at Vermont Comic Con fifth year. He's a creator of Star Lord. He's a creator of Mantis. He's worked on everything from that travesty ET the video game to the Dark Knight to <laughs> wow. you know Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, he's done a lot. He's worked on everything. If you look up his credentials, it's pretty much rivals Stan Lee's at, at some parts. Um, We've got Mark McKenna and between mm. and Charles Barnett and Rusty Gilligan and Blair Shedd. Those are our artist lineup for our guests. And between them, they've done about 300,000 comics or pages. Um, so they've done every title that you could possibly think of. Throwing at me, it's, if it's DC or Marvel or even uh, some other, in other labels, you'll see their work. Deadpool, X-Men, you name it. Um, we've got some celebrities. We've got Samantha Newark. We've got Carrie Means, Carrie Noonan. Tony Atlas, Daniel Pacina, Kadrol Shaona. So we've got a heck of a lineup compared to years past. Plus, my fa- one of my favorite parts of the show is you can eat lunch there and it won't cost you sharing prices. I've noticed that, actually. Uh, we, we went there for the uh, uh, Comic Expo, uh, the uh, more of the artist-centric thing when you uh, switch locations uh, originally yep. and kind of tested that location out using that. And uh, I do like the fact that you can get uh, some good vendor food uh, for relatively cheap. And also, uh, it's also right in the kind of heart of downtown uh, barrier, at least within walking distance, where you can kind of get to a lot of other things as well. Uh, you know, people need to take a break and, and chill out. You can see the finer parts of, of Barry, which, uh, once again, is, you know, uh, uh, our our old stomping ground so i really appreciate the new venue and we again uh got to see it firsthand at the expo uh in uh in the past and it was uh, quite amazing so i'm really excited to see the vermont comic-con full swing there um with all the extra room and all the guests and everything like that yeah see the, the thing for me is i don't give a shit about how many people we have i really don't i, I want every single person there whether we have five or five thousand to experience exactly what we intended for them to experience which is a complete convention free of pushy lines and $300 celebrity mm-hmm. autographs and just pushing line, pushing line. I don't want you to come to the DMV. I want you to come to my show and enjoy every part of it. You can sit in the Batmobile. You can ask Steve Englehart questions. You can talk to Samantha Newark and, you know, you can engage with these people and not feel pressure to move and next, next, next. I mean, when I met, uh, I guess I'll mention Burt Reynolds, I guess. I'll pick one out of the hat because he just passed. I yeah. met him at Super Mega Fest. Wicked nice dude. Nothing against him. But when you go there, you pay your 150 or so. You drop it. You say, hi, Bert, and then you push along. Yeah, yeah. It's a terrible experience. That's not why people should go to the conventions. Well, you and I should go to the convention to have a good time and to spend as little money as possible. I mean, our tickets were $40 last year for the weekend. They're 30 Our day passes were 25 They're 20 Our... Um, discounts and our military discount it can't be beat anywhere else if you are a military member active or retired and have your credentials you get into our show free all weekend 
No one else does that. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that aspect of it. That's uh, that's really good. I, I give you props for doing that. But, and you've actually been good about one of the things I, I like, too, about supporting uh, you know, your con, other than the fact that it's a Vermont con and, and it's you. Um, but also on top of that is you tend to you know work with the community, which is nice that you're, you know, it seemed like Barry was plenty accepting uh, with open arms to, you know, take you all in after, you know, uh, so many years at the Sheridan, uh, in, in Burlington, actually being able to take you in and, um, have you, you know, kind of become a part of that community pretty openly. Yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of work this year. Um, we've, we've hardly been home. We just moved, we bought a house last month or so. Um, and we've hardly been home because we've been out promoting every day. We even started our always be a superhero, which is an anti-bullying campaign that we run, uh, which we started in Barrie. And it actually started as a panel last year at Comic-Con, but it's something I've been signing kids' posters with. And we took it to the next level this year. So we we had uh, a bunch of times where we went out and had engaged with the public. We engaged with students at schools. Uh, We went through the whole sphere of it. And we've really been doing well with that. We started Heroes United, which is working with all the VFWs um, and military posts. We just went to Camp Johnson for their appreciation picnic. So we've been everywhere. And I don't know what to expect in Barry because, as you guys know, our two spring shows were in the middle of a snowstorm and an ice storm. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited yeah. to see what the future brings. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, absolutely. Me too, because, uh, you know, the the expo is, of course, in, uh, you know, more toward the spring. And, of course, that is just kind of a crapshoot as far as that goes. We can hope for no snow uh, this weekend. It looks like it's going to be pretty nice here in, in the VT. So definitely uh, excited to see that kind of turnout as well. No, I'm uh, just glad the hurricane to hit here i mean if it's a mm-hmm. multi-convention show in barry we could have the hurricane still i don't know but as far as i know that's not going to delay any flights or different flight plans i've called every airline whatever but no i think this is going to be the year i put on the show i always wanted to put on because we've got more guests more guest artists and really great quality food gaming cosplay kids area you name it we've got charity sections we have you know shirts for sale we have a lot of great things but the average family can come in for a low price lower than any other year of comic-con this is the lowest weekend price we've had experience the whole convention get some pretty cheap food that's higher quality than we've ever had and i'm excited for the experience that they're going to have i'm hoping it's good um who knows i'm going to retire some year i just don't know what year (laughs) but you know i will retire eventually i've i've done fine so i mean it's and this is not Comic-Con money. This is like life money. Um, but I do this because we really want to bring something positive, something colorful, something that's not politically driven to Barry. No, that's excellent. And we appreciate you guys having us back for yet another year. We're happy to experience the con and record live there. Uh, next week's episode, after this one airs, will be some live recordings mm-hmm. from that show. So... Uh, listeners, make sure to tune in for that and get a little bit of what the con feels like directly from the con. And uh, we are actually also excited because this year you are doing a horror con yeah, kind of the a premiere later in the yeah. year. Um, do you guys want to well, give us a teaser of that? Year. Yeah, we had to postpone that till next year. Um, the weekend that we had, only weekend we had available is the same weekend as New York Comic Con. Oh, of course. So, yeah. of course. So based on that, we decided we would push it and figure out when they're putting theirs next year. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure they announced their date first. They're pretty good like that. I'm sure I didn't pay attention. But that was the one weekend available. Unfortunately, two of our guests were already signed to New York Comic Con. Uh, so we're going to postpone that to a further date. Um, but like I said, this is um, 
it's, it's interesting doing this work. I've got to be responsible for when New York has their shows and <laughs> when Vermont has their shows. Right. And if you notice, every single year we've been against something because there's something always going on in Vermont. Year one, year two, year three and four, we're against the Champlain Valley Fair and did fairly well. Uh, this year we're against the Turnbridge Fair, uh, so and which, which is semi-close to Barrie. Yeah. Um, we don't plan that. The dates were given. Um, we're lucky we didn't run to Granicon. There, they were this past weekend. Uh, so we're kind of our hands tied. We get a lot of complaints like, oh, uh, you guys are against Turnbridge. Well, that fair is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep, yep. I've got a whole lot of people going Thursday and Friday and coming to our show for the weekend. I've, I, I know actually, so I never- personally know some people who are doing both as well because uh, they're excited to actually get a, a Comic-Con in, uh, in the area. And a lot of the time, people who wouldn't have gone up to Burlington, but they're specifically making time out to go to the Tunbridge Fair and then pop over to the uh, the Barry uh, uh, for the uh, Comic-Con. Apprehension is about Vermonters. I've got to challenge them to be a little more, I guess, ballsy. You know, I'm from Mass originally. Everything's really close. Vermonters are used to having their grocery store be half hour away. Yeah. So we want to be central. So Burlington is too damn spoiled, in my opinion. They've got they've got privilege to every festival and fair in the world. So we're bringing it central. So the Montpelier people come, the Bennington people, the White River Junction people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burlington people can still make it there, no problem. It's it's like an equidistant thing from the top and bottom of the state. It really is. So it's the best venue we can get. Uh, it's and the city's worked very well with us with the venue with Jeff and uh, all those all those people there. Um, the mayor worked well with us. Um, you know, we went to a city council meeting. They were all in cosplay. I mean, that's how much they support. <laughs> that's awesome. That's incredible. So yeah, we see the mayor dressed up as Captain America. You know, it's it's and Thor. I mean, he was Thor. It's pretty damn cool. To see an entire city council in cosplay. Please tell me you it's have pretty photos phenomenal. of that. <laughs> I do have photos of it. <laughs> that that's pretty amazing. Yeah, um, and and I mean, I'm sure they were looking forward to it. It's like, yeah, I'm sure those meetings are a bore half the time. So you get to pop in and get to make an excuse to dress up. I mean, can't be can't get much better than that. I mean, hell, guys, I even cosplayed for the first time last year. Well, you damn. Cos- yeah, I, I was Negan last year. So oh I yeah, really I saw that photos day. of that. Yep. Yeah, Tasha got me on board with that. So this year I'm working on a Winter Soldier. I won't be doing that at the con, um, but working on Winter Soldier, working on a few other ones. Pretty exciting. It's it's interesting to not be yourself and just be another you know character for an entire night. Uh, so we I had fun playing Negan. Um, you know, one of my favorite characters on TV. I had to pick somebody that I can semi-relate to. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> well, I don't know what that says about you. We we do know you, actually. We know what that says about you. A lot. That's fine. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Um, I guess this uh, wraps our little uh, intro into Comic-Con in Vermont this year. Uh, do you want to leave us with some parting words on the con? Sure. Just come to Vermont Comic-Con this weekend at the Barry Civic Center. Tickets are available online and at the door. We have a lot of local vet, uh businesses that do sell tickets there's a list on our facebook page you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram all your social media goods uh it's 10 to 7 saturday 10 to 5 friday military id members are free all weekend kids seven under free and there's always a student senior first responder uh teacher discount so there's a lot of different discounts there's no reason not to come go to turnbridge thursday friday hit our show saturday and sunday excellent right. sounds good all right, thank you very much thank you for very being much, back yeah. on the show. We super appreciate it, and uh, we can't wait to see you yeah, there. Going to see you in person, man. Can't wait. You're you hot, hot thing. Always, always a pleasure. Take care. Whatever. Take care.
All right. Thank you, Jay, for uh, talking a little bit about that con. We're really happy to be back, as we mentioned. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, that was... To some listeners, maybe people who live outside the region, like a really long advertisement for the con. Uh, right, yeah, but and, yeah. I mean, a lot of our listeners are probably sick of hearing ads, but uh, let's play another. Wow, that's a scary sound. Hey, everybody, it's me, Ed Gein. You might remember me from being that uh, butcher in Wisconsin who killed all those people. I also dug a bunch of people up. And then I uh, collected their bones and made them into things. Real crafty. Well, in case you're wondering why I'm here talking to you today, it's not that I'm just a murderer. I'm also a collector of murdery things. One of my favorite things to do is walk around and find people's fingernails. And I put them in a bag and I eat them like popcorn while I talk to my mother who's been dead for several years. Anyways, enough about that. What I'm here to talk to you about today is one of my favorite services for collected things. It's called Bambox. Not just any Bambox. Bambox Horror is what we're talking about this time. Although if you go to thebambox.com, you can also get the regular Bambox. $26.99. Gonna get a bunch of good things there. Bambox Horror is pretty cool though. Uh, sometimes it shows up and there's fingers in there. And I take the fingernails off and I count them. One, two... Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten fingernails. Anyways, not all the time do you have fingernails. In fact, a lot of times what you'll get are uh, exclusive, authentic horror celebrity autographs. And uh, exclusive enamel pins and uh, autograph fan art. Also prop replicas, comics, and uh, collectibles. Also, in case you don't like what you get, you know, say I only want five fingernails for whatever reason, there's an active online trading community. So you go and say, hey, Joey, I noticed you got five toenails and I got ten fingernails. Want to make a trade? Of course he does. Then I murder Joey and I take him into my bedroom and I molest his, his corpse and I eat cereal out of his skull. Anyways... Hope you enjoyed the Bambox. Go to thebambox.com and uh, subscribe. $26.99 per month. Uh, you'll just get, you know, get some good stuff there. It's coming up on the season. Tis the season. Uh, uh, if you don't, uh, don't want to take my word for it, talk to my little friend. His name is Jason. Yeah, that's right. Jason Voorhees. You got something to say? What do you have to say about the Bambox, Jason? Ah, ki-ki-ki-ha-ha-ha-choo-choo-choo-boo-boo. Okie-dokie. Anyway, hope that you all like the Bambox. Go to Bambox. Go to the Bambox. Go to the Bambox.com. And if you enter the code LAH10, you get 10% off. Yeah, because it's a Lost at Home podcast. Just like lots of people, I got lost in my home. I never made it back home and got turned into skin lamps. Anyways, hope you have a good time. Bye. All right. Well, I guess it's time to jump in the show proper. Now yeah. That we are literally halfway through the show. That's right. Yeah. But, but you know, we, we had some, some good stuff there. Good stuff. That was some really good stuff. You're not part of the good stuff. Get away from here. Uh, Fucking what are you, pedophile. What are you, what are you doing? 
What do you? That's not even the door sound you made before. Uh, oh. <clears throat> what did you swallow? <clears throat> uh, sorry. Uh, I was sorry. I, oh, I I have no excuse. Okay. All right. Uh, well, well, let's on, jump on, on into uh, web droppings. And uh, Casman, shut your mouth. No, literally, shut it. You, I can see the gargle spit in the back of your mouth. You're literally staring at us with an open mouth. All right, well, I don't know how to get into this story. I mean, it has a very oh, long title. and by title. web droppings, you know, we, we may not make it past this story because well, this is an amazing story. I was going to say, it has a very long title, and I feel like a lot of it gives away the story. So I, how about we don't go titleless? Give the t- yeah. Let's just, why don't you set the stage? I'm actually, you told me to come to the table blind in this story, so you're going to be teaching me as much as the listener, and I need to react to this as we create new content for this. All right, so we're going to jump in. I mean, once again, they don't know how to bury the lead, so you're going to get a lot of the story, even in the first sentence of me reading this, but let's just go ahead. But yeah, yeah. A Colorado man. Oh, there it is. Colorado man, classic, classic Colorado man. Classic Colorado man Skiing. Oh, look at me, I'm skiing. I go to Sundance. I think that's, no, that's in Utah. Look at my mountains. Isn't it? I don't know, I don't know how I don't know, where's, I don't know where they are. Fuck you, Colorado. A Colorado man said. So, a square state. He was stunned when he came home from a trip out of town to find two shirtless men sitting in his living room with a camcorder. Is it because there were supposed to be three shirtless men with a camcorder? And an open bottle of lube on a table while his dog sitter took a shower. Wait, okay. Already have questions. Curious if you want to keep going. No, let's let's hear these questions. Let's air these questions. No, because I don't know anything about the story, and you might be able to answer them based on what you know. So, is I'm curious right off the bat, was the dog sitter aware these two lubed men were sitting there? Also, were the people coming home? Coming it sounds home? it sounds like you're getting ahead of yourself. I can answer this in the next sentence. Okay, but but I want to get ahead of myself. And also, was did the person coming home, were they coming home early? Do we know Cleet that? Keller. Fake name. The name of the person who owns the home. Yep. A three-time Olympian Oh, turned okay. real estate agent. Yep, because those Olympians don't make money. After, <laughs> they they don't. We we we, no, we, we know an Olympian. We uh, are, uh, we probably have met a few in Vermont. Uh, Evan De- Debvig, our uh, art teacher from high school's son, was in the Olympics twice. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Um, said he hired a sitter through the popular uh, dog sitter app Wag to care for his dog Jimbo. While he was away. It's the popular dog sitter app that I've never heard of, but I don't have a dog, so maybe you I don't either, so maybe it's popular amongst dog users. It could be. Hopefully it's not popular amongst dog dog users. Dog users. (laughs) That's why we don't have dogs. We're not allowed to. The state will not allow us to get a dog because, like, I'd like to use that dog for, you know, things. Not dog fighting. Not to keep my baby slave in line down in the basement and maybe guard him so he doesn't come upstairs and fuck Dan Cassavant. Dad Cassavant. I heard my name. Ah, down in the basement. We told you not to come back. No, no, Dan Cassavant. You did not hear your name. God damn it. Uh, Keller said he returned to Colorado Springs home on Monday around 1 a.m. to find two men relaxing on his couch with no shirts on. Interesting. The 36-year-old former Olympic swimmer who completed in the 2000, 2004, and 2008 Olympics said he asked them to leave. And that's when he spotted a bottle of personal lube on his living room table, as well as a camcorder. Huh. Cool. 
It's pretty self-explanatory, in quotes, what was going on, he told Fox 21, adding <laughs> that his bed sheets were dirty and there was what appeared to be bodily fluid on his couch. Okay. I'm trying to come up with an excuse to be like, oh, it's self-explanatory, but what would they, what would their excuse be? This dude looks so much like Elon Musk. It's insane. E like Elon Musk uh, decided Mac. to like to try to grow a beard, but it's like it got all spotty like he's 14 because Elon Musk's face is definitely 14. I I'm showing Jared another picture. This is going to be on our Instagram. This is totally the face of him being like, cool, you guys tried to have a threesome. I, yeah. I, I wish I had one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cool, dude. Well, I feel like they may have already had one. There was lube already and bodily fluids, and the guy was taking a shower. I feel like that's, like, that's post-threesome shit right there. Isn't it? Right? Maybe. I mean, maybe you take a shower before a threesome and after, but definitely after. You got different... You don't know whose cum is in your hair and who's in your mouth. Quote, the general smell in the house is disgusting. Yeah, it smells like a bunch of fuck bait. I had to open all of the windows All doors. of them, not just two? All of them. Oh, man. I would have opened just two and been fine, but this guy opened all of them, probably put fans in each to get that airflow. Keller said he later learned that the woman was supposed to be watching Jimbo and had been taking a shower when he came home. Uh, the dog Jimbo, was of course then is. locked in a bedroom, sitting in his own urine. You sure it was his urine, or they just didn't bring the dog in on it? Good question. Did you ask the dog if it was like a, a, a party to this, maybe? And the dog was like, yeah, piss on me. Your dog might just be into golden showers. You have to admit that as a human being. That's fine. Don't fetish shame your dog. That's some real raping. Did you just say anal raping? No, I'm a dog. It's hard. It's really hard to say anal gaping. It's really oh. hard to say anal gaping. It came out as anal raping. Anal raping. Anal raping. No, anal gaping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. God, you were the dumbest talking dog yeah. alive. Yeah. Scoo also, the only talking dog yeah, alive. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe we I can't believe we raped that dog. There you the go. This is uh this is Shaggy coming home. This is our content. Uh, hey. The dog locked in the room is Scooby Doo. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, hey, like, like, what are y'all doing in my house? No, that's the same. <laughs> like, hey, like, Dan hey, Kasevich, hey, hey, off the mic. I'll, I'll, I'll give a shot for it. You like, do do like, it. like, hey, Scoob, what the heck's going on in there? There you go. What, oh, what do you have oh, all over your face, oh, Scoob? Oh, some red raper. Yeah, man, oh wait, my, my Scooby Doo also sounds like Dan Kasevich. Dan, <laughs> can you just go sit in the kitchen? Even looking at you makes me kind of get into my Barney Fife, whatever. Like, like I don't know what you're saying, Scoob. Ruh, row, anal rape. You mean anal grapes? Anal rape. I like don't know what the problem with that is, Scoob. Yeah, it's like 30 minutes later where they figure out it's anal gaping, not anal rape. Grape apes, great ape. Uh, I don't know any combination. All right, so. Um, quote, yeah, yeah. We just quote. like just cut to the. Oh yeah, cut, we, cut I lost my cut place to the end of that. Story. That's our new content. Is just uh, at least content number one. New Scooby Doo. Yeah, new Scooby Doo. Yeah, uh, the, yeah the, HB, the new HBO Scooby. Yeah, the, the new adventures of Scooby Doo. All right. Quote. It was a total mess, and I can only imagine what poor Jimbo saw in there. The sitter tried to explain what happened, telling Fox, not a guy named Fox or an actual Fox, but Fox Twenty One. Um, I want to make sure it's clear for the listener. I hope everyone's keeping track of the story as we keep diverging into weird offshoot pathways. Yeah. Um, that she had locked her keys in the car and her two friends came over to help them and get the keys unstuck from the car door with the lube. 
Oh, okay. So that, it's like so so like, so, I didn't so even Shag, have to imagine. Shag, so all right, we we set the scene. Shaggy like, Shaggy confronts them in the living room, and this like, is the explanation. Like, what the heck is going on here, man? Like, I don't know. Like, I had these friends come over. My keys were stuck in my door. And all, they brought Lou, but we figured we'd squirt some in the hole. And get Wait, the that like out. that? I have WD-40, like, right there, man. I don't know. Just, I figured it was easier to have two strong men put some lube in my hole. And then just I jimmy that shit around. And my keys come out. Okay, man. Fair enough. Oh, that that just turned into uh, uh, Rick and Morty style. Yeah, I just I just turned into Quote, Morty. To be completely honest, I didn't have WD forty. Oh, and my keys were stuck in my car. Okay, fair enough. So I ended up grabbing what I had in my car for things that, like you know, I do in my personal time and didn't think to put back in my car. Is that right, Scoob? That whole sentence is so convoluted. I wonder if she was drunk. I or, read that or, verbatim. Yeah, drunk off of, of, of fucking. As for the alleged bodily fluid on Keller's couch, the sitter offered... Alleged bodily fluid. I wouldn't know anything about that because I know that I took a shower at this house and I was on the couch in a towel and that was before my friends got there. Which doesn't meet the timestamp of this story at all. When he got home, her friends were on the couch, and she was in the shower. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't yeah. on the shower wet in a towel before the friends came over. And she was, yeah. Unless she, she took two showers. Like, my friends helped me so hard with that car door that I got so sweaty watching So sweaty, water, yeah. Even though she came out of the shower, shower singing, like, So damn cummy from the threesome. And the dog ate the cum off my pussy while I was sitting down. And it dripped the pussy up, but coming and coming pussy scooby-doo, scooby-dooby-doo. Sometimes I'm so wet I just shower my own pussy. Really? Okay. It didn't get you that. That was not a direct quote from the story. But she <laughs> did we, explain. We, we are a truthful podcast. We don't spread fake news. No. I'm glad you but, mentioned that. But she did have no explanation for why her friend's shirts were off or why there was a camcorder on the table. I would think for like the shirts were off would be an easiest one. Be like, oh, it took a lot of work to fucking jimmy the door open. We got sweaty. Yeah, she got sweaty to go to the shower and fucking take yeah. a shower, right? And like, isn't the camcorder, like, I'm guessing this guy called the police because people are in his house. I, th I thought it would go viral, yeah, the fact that we were footage. putting lube in the thing. Boom. I could make up a fucking excuse to get out of this in a heartbeat. All right, so everyone, your your job tonight is to scour the internet using the words uh, dog sitter, threesome, uh, lube, lube. I don't know. I guess that's probably gonna be a hard one. And you throw a dog in there, but it's gonna get weird. Yeah, well, that's why they like uh, Lost at Home podcast is not responsible for any arrests that come out of our suggestions. Exactly. Our lawyers made us say that. Our lawyer is Mr. Dan Casavan. Now we do have one more story. Uh, I don't even know where to begin with this. Once again, I don't. I don't want to read the title. I feel like it. It kills it. Okay. Don't. Ready? Don't. Yeah. Carlos Dela Cruz, 35, has been jailed for Classic. three years. Classic Carlos. Wait, that probably sounded racist, didn't it? Shit, I forgot. Like, no. classic Carlos oh, no. uh, jailed for three years. Okay, I'm really worried about sounding racist. No, I think that was okay. In fact, I'm so bored with your racism. I'm yawning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it, yeah. Uh, Carlos Dela Cruz, 35, has been jailed for three years and placed on the sexual offenders registry because he duped two women into letting him penetrate them without consent we duped i feel like that's just 
like raping people. He he tricked them into letting him fuck them without consent. But I feel like tricking them means there's like an accidental consent, which oh. I I understand like that still means like he's a rapist. There's but, a lot more. But to I'm this just story. I just want you to unpack this for me. Could you? Let's start with this first sentence of the story. Please. Carlos Dela Cruz, 35, has no penis. So, okay. So, but they didn't say penetrate with his penis. Did they? they just said penetrate. Penetration could come from digits. That's uh, not just the not just prime factorizations like 2 times 5 times 23, but I mean fingers digits. He hoodwinked two women. No. With a flesh and blood Hoodwinked. What do you mean he was uncircumcised? <laughs> Get it? Hood over the penis. With a no? flesh and no blood good. prosthetic. No good. That's fine. Duping one of them for years. Oh. Oh. So wait, wait, wait. So duped. So they wanted to have sex with this real member and he was. He had a fake dick. He had a fake dick. Wait. So, that, oh, that's, so that's he had different. a plastic dick. No, that's different. They were consenting to sex with him and his real penis and he didn't have a real penis is that what it is yeah i mean it gets deeper you ready oh it gets deeper does it hmm. well let's start with this sheriff sterling the uh, person in charge of this case of course. Told classic Cruz, classic sterling told delacruz he had caused physical and psychological harm to women by repeatedly sexually assaulting them with a blood and flesh penis over the length of their relationships Oh wait, wait. So uh, wait. once again, fake penis. But but wait. I, so I'm still not. I, I still don't understand what the are. Are they saying that he raped them and he's saying he didn't because he doesn't have a penis, or are they saying I wished he had a penis and actually had sex with me, but he didn't, and that's the issue? I don't get this story. Dela Cruz considers Thank the you. fake <laughs> to be part of him, like you said. Are okay. you? You're a little confused. Yes. And refused to allow the women to see him naked. And always performed in bed with the lights out. It's a little bit of a... Okay, yeah, whatever. Fine. I now, mean, the a, first victim... That's a, that's a red flag. The but. first victim wanted to get pregnant and said she was made to feel like it was her fault when she didn't. So, okay, so the assault, again, is this is more like psychological issues. They consented yeah, she, to she, sex with him in a real penis, yes. and their issue was they didn't have a real she penis. Now okay, suffers, now it's becoming clear. She now suffers flashbacks and panic attacks due to these incidents. Okay. She says she now feels dirty and used and has forced to move out of her house and away from him. So this is manipulative, but I, I don't feel it's the same as like somebody not consenting to... They were consenting to sex with the person... Yes. In, in an assumption that they had a real member, but they were still consenting to the penetration. Okay. Yes. I think. I, from Based on what, again, well, we're, not we're, familiar. We're just getting into this. Not familiar with the story. Um, the first woman was in a relationship from May of 2013 to January of 2016. With him? With him. Okay. Sexually. And his fake penis. Yes. Uh, she That she, she uh, assumed was real. And she believed she was being penetrated by a penis because, you know... He had, a, he had a thing. Well, yeah. I think, I'm sure, like, women don't, like, go, like, let me inspect your penis. I mean, nobody's ever done that to me, you know? No, she People said, are like, get that away from me, usually. She said over these two years, they had sex Kidding. about once a month. You too. But she suffered from extreme pain. Okay. I'm guessing the penis was, you know, not the same as a real one. So well, well not only that, but, like, but let's face it. If you're going to, like, 
if you're gonna get a strap on, you're going fucking. Oh, bonkers. you probably got a yeah. monster. Yeah, because you're, you're definitely going bonkers. Like if if you in life, you know, had like a four and a half inch penis, even like a like like a six inch penis, you're still going. You're gonna like go to the fucking store and be like, I need a nine and a half inch strap on, whatever it is, uh, a prosthetic, yep. and I need to fucking go bonkers on this pussy. No, and by the way, that's not me talking. That's me talking as this character, Dan Cassavant. Yes. Now, to be clear, um, over these two years, she was never allowed to touch the penis directly, only over the clothes. Because it clearly felt like a rubber penis. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, sp- there, there are definitely some red flags, but like when people think they are, like care about somebody, they will totally make... I, I know a lot of people are probably out there going like, oh, how could you not like see through this? People think of how many, like, uh, uh, di- like I don't know... Uh, conventions you've broken based on like what you if you care about somebody you're like all right maybe i don't need to touch their penis because they don't want me to i care about them i won't do that so you know put yourself in this person's shoes Um, they they felt like they were really in love and and really wanted this penis yep and that relationship broke up in january of 2016 but by august of 2016 only two years ago he met a woman at work and after two months of dating they moved in together okay well it's just stupid now, the second victim, quote, believed Dela Cruz had a penis, end quote. I love that. Yeah. Because that's not something you should ever have to believe yeah. Yeah. or think or yeah. consciously register. Well, I mean, except for the fact, like, maybe when you see somebody that you assume is um, a biological male and on the outside you go, or maybe somebody that you see as a biological female and you're like, there's a bulge. I believe they have a penis. That's the last time you should think about that. The second it really gets down to sex and you've actually had it, the belief should be, I I guess, cemented, right? I mean, it should be like, they do or they don't. Don't uh, touch it. Second girlfriend also suffered from extreme pain during uh, penetration and had to tell Dela Cruz on the first time they had sex to stop because she started bleeding. I I, I bet the guy fucking went bonkers and went to the fucking store and got a 20-inch dick. It's like comically. It's like from a Lloyd Kaufman movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe even the uh, James Gunn-directed Tromeo and Juliet. Yep. Shout out. I I feel like those are weird inside shout outs to the fact that we have some guests coming up. Yes, exactly. James Gunn. James Gunn. (laughs) Talking only about. Yeah, he's he's not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Except for he's like madly successful and being courted by everybody now that he's not with Disney. Yeah. Uh, The couple then has sex around 10 times over the course of their nine month relationship. Once again, sticking to about once a month. I mean, okay. What is he getting out of it? Fresh relationship. But what's he getting out of it? Nothing. So he's doing this when she finally is like, listen, I need to get laid. And he breaks down once a month and is like, fine, you can have that. He's like, well, let me go uh, get uh, prepared. Uh, I don't know why you call it that. Uh, I'm going to cast a man. D- Daniel. I know. Yeah, da- we know. Daniel Cassavant. We know who you are. Yeah. Uh, I have a fake penis okay it's the size of a baby's pinky oh, so you never actually technically molest well actually i think you can molest people without putting your dick in them can't you yeah i guess you I, i'm dead casavan and i can say that's a hundred percent true i apologize to all the dogs out there who have been listening to the show? Uh, yeah, but you. Uh, so okay, okay. So thank, thanks, Dan, but uh, no thanks anyway. So, um, in May of 2017, due to financial matters, the couple were having. Uh, they they went to court. 
And uh, this is where uh, the woman discovers well, the already... sordid secret. Okay. And I have a question she... after this, by the way. But yeah, go well, actually, I do too, based on the words of this sentence. No, this is the question I should have had. Fucking square one, but I don't know why this. The whole oh, story's been I, exciting. I get but... the way this is written. The court later, because she filed a suit against him, was told at this point that she found out he had a fake dick. Well, here's the thing: is there any mention of why he doesn't have a dick? Okay, no, I I don't I I don't know. I just I I realized that should have been my first question, but the whole story has been uh, confusing and uh, interesting enough for me to not even think of that. Now I'm like, wait a minute, why doesn't this guy? Why he doesn't even have a dick? The police interviewed Dela Cruz. Ah, yes, of course they did. And he was medically examined while in custody, and he was found that he had no penis. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was defended in court, but like again, do they? Mention it? Like, why? And he found out... Was it removed and not born with? ...that he was a Spanish national and had been born female in Madrid in 1983. Okay, okay. Early in the days where you were... Yeah, okay. He added that Delacruz had developed a male appearance when he was age eight before officially changing his name to Carlos when he was 16. This is like a very, like, like an early in life transgender uh, individual. His gender is now officially recognized as male and his gender yep, is stated as male on his birth certificate, passport, Spanish identity card, yeah. and he is not, but, but, not, but he has not gone through the full transition to male. But, uh, but, he but, is a restaurant manager okay. who has lost his job due to all the media attention. That, that's, that's a little too bad. I got, I got to say, I mean, I, I, I get the fact that maybe people feel duped, but this is definitely different from like a rape or something like that. Some people were just like, I wanted to fuck a real dick. They were still fucking a real man. This is a, a somebody who has been identified as a man yep. for a long time, transgender, and somebody who just doesn't have a flesh and blood penis. But if they were post-transition, it would really be just about as fake as a prosthetic. He is still using to this day a prosthetic and is now in a consensual sexual That's relationship it is up with to him. a woman who loves him and he yeah. loves her. And, and it is up but to him too. He should have, it, here's the thing, he should have probably conveyed some of that stuff to his partner. That partners. is the whole crux of the so story. The, so understand that. We are not so, shaming anyone in the transgender yes. community. This is simply a moment of being honest with your partner. No, and, I, and I'm, I'm actually like, I, I was actually far away from shaming anybody in that community. I was actually closer to shaming the women who were calling it a rape because they thought they were fucking, or not a rape, but like they, they were, it was non-consensual because they thought they were having sex with a real dick versus a fake dick. And if they were post-op, they would have had a, a realer fake dick out of it but but the thing is it's it's a matter of also trust it's, it's, with your partners well, where it's, it's, it's up to him physical to, injury yeah. lying trust yes yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. A so there, there's a lot of things i also i but the be the, with all that being said that sounds also like standard like dudes who lie and say like they're a fucking physicist and yeah. then they're actually uh you know uh i don't know work at you know a fucking retail retail store people who lie about something to get into a relationship Yes. At some point, so I feel like that's more personal and less for the courts. Whereas uh, an actual non-consensual sexual agreement would be a different story. I feel like this is a little different. You consented to sex, just not sex with the thing that you thought that you were having sex yeah, with. Yeah, which was the fake Again, member. not the thing being the person, but the thing the being fake the fake member. member. Yes. Uh, so I, I, and I, I feel I it's a little different. That. I it's, feel like they have a little bit of a right to be yes. angry because they were duped. Uh, you should yes, basically take exactly. away from this story one single thing. Be but it, but it's like if somebody, with your but, but okay, partner. but here's the thing: is if, if if I went out and I hooked up with somebody who had you know, a fake like dick. had had, had a, no, but just had had a dick, but tucked it, and they were hot and all that kind of stuff. They looked like a, you know, I'm like okay, this is a. Uh, 
this is a, a, a female, but they have a dick, and it's the other way around. They tuck the dick, and they're like, do me up the butt, you know? And I just do them up the butt, and then they're like, ah, just kidding, I have a dick. I wouldn't call that non-consensual. I would say, okay, you're manipulative, and this is a personal matter, and that sucks that you did that, but this is not something I'm going to take to the courts. Exactly. And also, I'd be like, well, if it was good enough, I'll just keep doing discomfort. it. Maybe yeah. that one woman, two years of deception might have been enough for her just to be like, I, I need to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know what? Yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky. It, this is something tricky. Yeah, uh, I guess new content based on that. A new game show uh, uh, by uh, Bob Barker. We're gonna get him out of retirement. Guess that dick. And it's just a bunch of dicks. You have to figure out which one's real. I don't know. Yeah, it was sort of, it's sort of like nothing, a, it's, it's sort of like the like the suitcase game thing, whatever, with uh, that bald guy Howie Mandel who yeah. blows balloons with his. We're nose. gonna open this suitcase if you pick the right square on that board, and you will either get a real severed dick or a fake dick. Yeah. Oh, I don't really want a severed dick. Isn't that just a mutilated body part? Maybe well, it is. Maybe, maybe it is. It is. Maybe it's a fake one. So a dildo. A fake dick. Yeah, they're called dildos. And uh, let's just ask our severed fake dick expert, Dan Cassavant, what he thinks about this. Uh, I like them fake and real dicks. As long as they're on a child, I'm Dan Cassavant. And oh, I'm man, and we're done. We're done with the show. We're done with the show. Wow, we cannot <laughs> let your friend Dan Casavant. My friend, I did not know him before he came here, and he was like, he said he knew you. I, he said he knew you. This is a stranger I let in my house and play with my baby Get slave. The fuck out! He's been playing with my baby slave all night. Get oh out! My God. Get out! All right, you know what? I'm. Hey, you know what, Dan? Dan Casavant. Dan Casavant. Get Dan Casavant. Get lost. And to all of you folks out there that we love, also get lost. Goodbye. No, just kidding. Get lost. Ah! <laughs> oh, you're so funny. You're so funny. There is a house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun. And it's been the ruin of a many poor girls and me, oh God, for one. Now if I had a listen what my mama said I'd have been at home today Being so young and foolish Oh Lord I let a rambler Go tell my baby sister Don't do what I have done
beyond that house in New Orleans. They call the rising sun. Lord, I'm go going back to New Orleans. My race is almost run. Yes, I'm going back to spend. My life beneath that rising sun.